Hey, I'm Emma. Hi, I'm Rye. Welcome to Your Older Sister. A podcast with the older sister advice you always wanted. Or didn't. So today for this episode, Riley and I are going to be discussing our 10 favorite songs each and basically the reasoning as to why they're our favorites. So stay tuned for some pretty good music recommendations and some reasoning behind them. So we decided we were going to do five favorite songs and then I couldn't decide on just five. So we moved to 10 favorite songs. <laughs> but... We also have a lot of honorable mentions. We also have honorable mentions. <laughs> and like some of them, some of them I think no, we girl, need to justify. You don't need to justify so it's not one. just like you listing. Need to justify one of your it's not just like mentions. listing the music. <laughs> okay. 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 We're not there yet. Okay. I, I have justification and you know that. But I I think that we are we're just gonna well why don't we both go one at a time you know i'll say one and i'll give some reasoning and then okay, yeah. we can just talk about that and then you can say one and we'll do the same thing okay so i won't go like in a list but we'll you just go back start and forth. Start? okay you know what i'll start and oh, you know what okay so uh, hmm. you know what actually you start <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I started my list yeah. with my favorite Taylor Swift song ever, I Wish You Would, from the 1989 album, the album that really defined the music industry, album of the year, 2016. I really love this song. I love, like, the pop. I also love that it's about Harry Styles. <laughs> um, I love the, like, so it starts with, like, 2 a.m. in your car. And then I also like that it starts with, like, the ex-boyfriend and then, like, her at the same time, like, 2 a.m. Like, they're both thinking about each other. It's so dramatic. I love the drama in Conflama. In the song, she sings, we're a crooked love and a straight line down. I don't really know what that means. But for the longest time, I thought she was saying, we're cooking love. And I was like, they're having, they're... (laughs) They're hooking up. I thought they were broken up. Um, we're cooking love in a straight okay. line. Okay, we're cooking love in here. Well, usually people are like she can't enunciate, and I agree. Oh, she's really bad at enunciating in some songs, but most of the time I get what she's saying, except for that line. Okay, but I like I heard it. I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the best female artists yeah. are the worst at enunciating. Ariana Grande. My girl makes up her own language in those songs. And you know what? Maybe Taylor Swift does it too. But we understand it as Very Swifties. True. We understand her language. Right. So it's What's okay. What's one of your favorite songs? But, you know, on that note, on that note, okay. I'll go with my taylor swift song on the list so the taylor swift song that i have on my list is clean it is probably my favorite taylor swift song it's also out of on all her songs the career defining album album of the um, year 2016 I... of course of course 1989 is one of her best albums objectively and subjectively but 
I especially love like the thing about the song is like I love yeah. both the verses and the chorus like are just equally good like the whole song you know how some songs it's like you're just kind of like not just specifically with Taylor Swift like I'm not bashing Taylor Swift for this one but like you know how some songs it's like you're just listening to it for the chorus or like you're just listening to it for the bridge like clean is like the whole yeah. song is well, good every like single radio, part is like, like equally good you know I what I mean like that we're only really listening to the chorus like target commercial music or like old navy dressing room music not <laughs> yeah. knocking it I'm just saying like yeah it's the vibe to give off yeah, like, I sometimes, yeah, and, like, sometimes I get, like, almost impatient with songs, and I'm like, okay, skip time, like, but clean, I don't know, something about it, it's just, everything is just like so perfect. That song. Especially. Because that song's um, one of my favorites by her, too. Yeah, it's very, very detailed. Yeah. I definitely like the part where she says when the butterflies turn to dust they covered my whole room like that is just such a meaningful lyric oh and also just like when she's saying like just because it's over doesn't mean you don't miss it and like just because you're sober um, doesn't mean you don't miss it when i was drowning that's when i could finally breathe Mm Hmm. i love the chorus of that song so much also, just, like, the melody, like, it's so, like, unique. Yeah, kind like, of. Like, it almost is, it's I like, a xylophone, right, or something? I think it's a xylophone. And it's the one song on the vinyl that was messed up. Like, every other song had great sound, except for Queen. No! And I remember being, like, seriously, my favorite song on the album. No. It's not my favorite song anymore, because that's when I, I really got into I Wish You Would after, but... I was like one of the best ones in the album. Mm-hmm. Was messed up. I know that's. I was. Kinda I like, would okay, be so annoyed. I'd throw like, it away. I'll just. I'm one. I just won't listen to Queen on it. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Sure. All um, right. I don't know if I want to go in order with next? my list. And my list isn't in like order, but I don't know if I should. You know what? I'll go with the controversial choice. Wheel by John Mayer. <laughs> I love how no, no no. I love how you chose to to follow up the Taylor really Swift songs people mad. with the John Mayer song. <laughs> You're making you are going to make Swifties <laughs> listen filled with I rage. You are going to fill them with rage. That John Mayer has done some really bad things. But I also think that he's grown a lot because right now he's a forty-two-year-old man. Separate the music from the artist, whatever like Midwest (laughs) state he lives in, making music by himself with his dogs. Who is he hurting right now? I think he's probably one of the most talented guitarists alive. Yeah, and I think he makes. He good is. Music. I agree, and he's so influential. And I think that he has a little talk show on Instagram called Current Mood. I think it's pretty funny. There was one episode where he was a puppeteer. Um, I kind of vibe with it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know, he's super influential. Like, I know Sean Mendez always yeah. talks about how John Mayer is like his biggest inspiration. Yes. And guess what? Taylor and Sean are buddies. They're buddies. And I also she, he think opened that... for her at 1989, the I world tour. I think it's kind of a moot point for Swifties to still be fighting this Dear John battle when it happened over 10 years ago. I'm not saying it wasn't like gross. Like, I it don't, yeah, like, I don't think Taylor cares right now. But I think that Taylor has moved on, and I don't think that it's worth it to be yeah, fighting with John Mayer I over agree. years later, because I'm sure they've both grown on and, like, moved, moved on and grown up. Right. Yeah, like, I doubt, so anyway, I doubt by John either Mayer. of them care about it anymore. Like, I friggin' love this song. I love this song. Um, this is one of the songs that was one of my tops. It was my number three top song on Spotify last year because, um, I listened to it when I went to sleep. So wheels about, about a relationship. And after you break up, like you move on, you're going to love again. They're going to love again. The cycle continues. And that's like the chorus. That's the wheel keeps working. You won't be the first. You won't be the first to love me. Um, I think it's a really good song. I love the melody. My favorite line is, you can't build a house with leaves and live like it's evergreen. It's just a season thing. It's this thing that seasons do. Meaning, like, you can't build this entire relationship, this entire thing, and then not be able to move on because when you're young and you date around, like, it's just a season. It's not permanent. So that's why I love Wheel by John Mayer. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, three John Mayer songs my honorable mentions. <laughs> I'm a big John Mayer oh, fan. Like, I'm a big <laughs> fan of his music. See, I won't speak too much on John Mayer because... I, I don't really listen to his music. I don't have anything I think against that it's him. Important I'm not one of those Swifties who hate to him. To hold him accountable for the things that he's done, because I'm not defending him by any means. I really like his music. I think he's grown a lot. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change what he's done in the past. And it's 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 important to be wary of that. Exactly. So, what's your next favorite song? No, I agree. I agree. Oh wait, hold on. I just want to say, hmm. if you like folklore and evermore, I think "Born and Raised" by John Mayer is a great album to listen to. It's very like folky country. I think it's a really good like starter into his music and also a continuum, which I think is his best album. Not my favorite, but objectively, it's his best. So now that we've ended the John Mayer hour of the podcast, Emma, what's your next favorite song? All right. Well, on that note, hmm. Okay, I'll go with right now. The next okay. one I will go with "I Want to Be Yours" by Arctic Monkeys. Um, I started getting into Arctic Monkeys yeah, yeah. when I was in middle school, when I was in my edgy phase, you know. But, but Arctic Monkeys is actually really good music. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna to distinguish them as being edgy middle schooler music. Because I still like them, and I'm no yes. longer an edgy middle schooler. 
you know. I mean, I know some people might call me a may may call me basic or a fake fan because I want to be yours is one of their most popular songs. But you know what? And I will say this until the day I die. Popular songs are popular for a reason. Popular songs are always popular for a reason. And you know what that reason is? Because they're good. So I want to be yours, even though it's popular. I love this song. I just love the, like, almost, like, melancholy tone of it. Like, it's very, like, it's very, like, slow and not very upbeat. It's not, like, sad, but it's a very like an ominous tone i wouldn't know really how to describe it yeah you i just really... have to listen to it but i, I love the bridge when i was of in like so my edge middle school phase i was a really big panic at the disco girl and brandon yuri unlike john oh, mayer brandon yuri <laughs> is not someone who you can like look past <laughs> i hate brandon yuri <laughs> Oh God, me too. Um, but I really like I hate the his pretty voice, autumn by Panic at the Disco, which lie. is another thing. Like I have it on vinyl, and I'm like, do I hate Brendan Urie? Brendan Urie? Yes. Sometimes, Sometimes the edgy middle schooler phase carries with you. Sometimes some 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 characteristics of it, I think. But but I I think that Arctic Monkeys music is distinguishable. I can separate it from the other music I listened to in middle school. But I especially like this song because it's just, it's very, like, I don't know. It kind of makes me want to, <laughs> what am I even saying? I'm going to cut out. What, where did I start? What time is it? Okay, a 16 to 16.40. But, but one of my favorite parts of this song is like when the chorus hits and almost like the beat drops it's just so satisfying and then he's just like he just keeps saying like i want to be yours like i just love that part of the song especially like the bridge where he's saying like um i want to be your setting lotion hold your hair in deep devotion at least as deep as the pacific ocean i want to be yours i just love that part so much just makes me want to have mm-hmm. someone feel that way about me, you know. I want to be yours. I feel like I that defined love for me. Defined <laughs> there are so many songs. Stop. Define. I literally no. I literally think that like music, so, like some music, has actually defined I, my perception of love. Wouldn't you agree? Like, not just any particular song. Listen, like, I would be lying if so I didn't hear many songs. Mine by Taylor Swift at a very young age. But that's kind of like <laughs> a healthy perception of love. Like, the way I loved you? No. Mine? Yeah. Okay. Acceptable. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't really know why I'm yeah. looking. Um, I'll go with a tried and true dreams by Fleetwood Mac. I love this song. Oh, I like, I, like that song. Can't really, like, like I, 
I just listened to it. I was like, wow, my mind is blown. I love the melody. I love Stevie Nicks' voice. She's so talented. Um, no, I love Fleetwood Mac, too. I love Fleetwood Mac. My favorite line, I think, is probably the chorus. Especially, like, the first line. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Players only love you when, you're, when they're playing. Women will come and go. When, when the rain washes you clean, you'll know. Which kind of reminds me of bringing it back to the Taylor Swift hour of the podcast. Clean by Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, I Is it mean... just because of the word clean? Yeah. And rain? <laughs> yes. Well, also, maybe. In the beginning, it's like, here you go again. You say you want your freedom. Who am I to keep you down? And I think that nah, here you, you could go listen to this song and then listen to say. Clean by Taylor Swift and be like, it kind of tells a story. Um, another thing I love by Fleetwood Mac is Landslide, no, yeah. which is another, like, everyone knows that song. That song makes me so sad. Especially the Glee cover. Um, yeah. No, I think the Fleetwood Mac lyrics are almost, like, similar to yes. Taylor Swift, just based off of, like, the storytelling factor of it. She's so talented. I also you love know Stevie Nicks, Nicks well. and Taylor Swift, like, collab, she like, is. they, like, performed together at the Grammys. So, Stevie <laughs> Nicks and Taylor Swift performed together <laughs> at the Grammys in 2010, I believe. They Taylor got on stage saying today was a fairy tale, and then... She said that, like, it's going to be a fairy tale to show the stage with Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks walks on stage. They sing Rhiannon and You Belong With Me. And this performance was not good. Um, they said that they both, like, sounded bad, like, out of mm-hmm. tune. <laughs> yeah. But the pictures of them singing together are really epic. Like, there's this one where their heads are, like, touching. And Taylor's, like, getting into it. Oh, I know what very you're talking talented about. very talented I'm looking at it right now. I just think that this performance was a, was a miss for them. And I'd love to see them perform together again. I agree. I would love to All see right, them perform together again, with too. The second Taylor Swift out of the podcast. Hit me with your next favorite song. All right. So next, I would say Cigarette Daydreams by Cage the Elephant. This song also was carried. It it, it carried along with me from my edgy middle schooler phase. This song just, like, gives me such a feeling of, like, Almost, mm-hmm. like, I know it'll be nostalgic to me in the future. It's just, like, I feel like it's one of those songs that just, like, perfectly, like, it, it just perfectly describes the feeling of, like, youth and, like, youth love. I agree and, with you. You know what? It just I makes me want to be 17 it forever. It almost made my list. It didn't make the honorable mentions, but it almost made my list. I cried to this listening to the song on repeat the night before my 18th birthday i just like cried 
Listen to Cigarette Daydreams. I'm kind of. I'm um, kind and of. And we tried to watch Predicting a Wallflower, but we well. got really distracted. <laughs> they took. I think they took. I still have never so seen that movie. You're out of luck, girl. <laughs> I'm... Well, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> but I, I just love songs that. I just like coming of songs, age songs like tongue tied. You know the vibe that just that just make you yes exactly like you know they're gonna be snout nostalgic to you in the future. They just they just romanticize being a teenager to the point where it's just like you fall in love with this song because it just makes you feel like it, it makes you feel like I a teenager that and like point, oh, that ahead. is just such a good feeling and like. I well, I was gonna say like the line like you can drive all night looking for answers in the pouring rain. Like I think that's that line a just good way to so segue into my favorite song, which I believe is another ultimate coming of age song, "Vienna" by Billy Joel. So this could count for both of us, yeah. which is also on my list. So, so what's your we could just merge this one? Yeah. Hold on, let me pull up the lyrics real quick. Um, let me pull up the lyrics. I'm looking at lyrics right now. Oh, I love do the. You, do you know yours? The, um, you got your passion. You got your pride. Don't you know that only fools are satisfied? Dream on. Don't imagine they'll all come true. When will you realize Vienna waits for you? I love that line. Um, I like. You're so ahead of yourself that you forgot what you need. Though you can see when you're wrong, you know you can't always see when you're I right. Which is right ultimate. before your line. This song is like the I in thirteen going Billy on thirty. Joel. She's like looking out the window, listen to it. I always like to listen to the song. Oh my god, I know. And I like to lean my head on the window. And I like to just like reflex. Re- not reflex, reflect. Yeah, I think that. I think that the song just hits so different. Like, for me, I feel like it hits so hard because it's like you always – it's almost like a reminder to not have, like, to not have such high expectations for yourself. Like, to give yourself a break and just, like, live your life and enjoy the moment instead of always focusing on, like, your goals and your ambitions. Like, sometimes it's not all about that. It's about just, like, living your life and, finding, and like, enjoying your life and falling in love with your life, you know? exactly like there's no finish line which i feel like i find myself getting caught up in the idea that like if i do this i'll get here or i just need to get this done and then i'll get here Mm -hmm. like i almost kind of like make deadlines for myself for my happiness i'm like oh i just need to get this out of the way before i can feel happy like i just need to get Mm -hmm. done with this math test or something but it's like I I find myself like doing that so much and the song like the message of it just almost like hits hard like stop stop like pushing your happiness like down the line and start like enjoying your life as it comes instead of like Mm -hmm. imagining your happiness in the future you know what I mean so whose turn is it now I got a little confused because it's both it's on both of our lists I have to go again Oh man, you go because um, I just went last. Yeah, 
I guess that's my <laughs> underground pick. Um, Reflecting Light by Sam Phillips. I love this song. I first heard this song in Gilmore Girls. It's when... I don't know if you've seen Gilmore Girls. Okay, wait. I have okay, not wait. seen Gilmore Girls. I, I'm embarrassed. Spoiler alert. Um, I won't say who she danced with, but in Gilmore Girls, Lorelai dances with someone at a wedding, and this song plays in the background. I love this song. I think it's very, just the melody is very pretty. It's very, like, soothing and soft. My favorite line, I, I, like, I like the chorus a lot. It's a very short song. The chorus is, I've worn out the world. I'm on my knees in fascination looking through the night. The moon's never seen me before, but I'm reflecting light. I just think it's so pretty. Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes people always think that, like, your favorite songs or, like, good songs need to be so meaningful and so deep. But listen, <laughs> sometimes I just like the way it sounds. Sometimes I like to find the meaning they're the just songs, pretty songs. But I'm going to keep it real with you. I just really like how the song sounds. And I don't know the meaning behind it. I just like the song. Yeah. And I like Sam Phillips' music. <laughs> um. Well, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there are different categories to favorite songs. Like, I can't ever pick, like, one favorite song. Because, you know, there's the sad songs. There's the happy songs. There's the songs that make me feel good. There are, the like, the deep, meaningful songs. Like, you can't just mm-hmm. tell me to pick one song because it depends on the mood. It depends on where I am. How do I want this song to make me feel? There are just so many different factors that we're not taking into Very consideration. True. Okay, so... Uh, one of my favorite songs Ariana Grande like it was really hard to limit myself to one song for Ariana Grande mm-hmm. because I literally know basically her entire discography but yep. I came to a conclusion that Touch It is my favorite Ariana Grande song okay and I do you know you probably don't know Touch It I do don't. you no. so touch it it's not a single it's not it's not a single so you never would have heard it on the radio it is one of the songs from dangerous woman which is my favorite album from ariana grande mm-hmm. um it's so good i suggest you, you listen to it afterwards i love this song because the melody is just so good it literally is just such a good hype song and it's basically just about, since you don't know, know the song, and I'm assuming that people listening don't want, know the song unless you're, like, a big Ariana Grande fan or you know Dangerous Woman. So it's basically, like, saying, like, ain't nobody gonna touch it. Like, you're, like, the only one for me. Like, we're not dating yet, but, like, every time that, like, I'm with you, like... You're the only one that I want. So, like, I'm not going to have, like, I'm not going to let anybody else be with me. Mm-hmm. 
it's about like realizing that like someone is the one for you because you don't want anybody else but it's like such a good hype song and I just love it like I literally will listen to it and it'll put me in such a good mood just Ariana Grande's music makes me want to dance one of my favorite song lyrics from the song hmm I would say when she says, how do you know I'm breathing when I'm holding my breath? Why don't we just face the danger just for the night and forget? Baby, let's just forget. So it's like she's scared of like committing to the relationship because she's Mm -hmm. scared of like commitment. But she's just saying like, why don't we just face it like just for the night and like be together? Like just forget about everything. Forget about all the commitments. Forget about all the complications of a relationship and just like be with each other. That's one of my favorite lyrics. But I do really love this song. It's a hype song. That's all I'm going to say. It is a hype song. Should I? I don't really have any more hype songs, girl. I only have like sad songs now. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I'll go with "Conversation" by Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell is another one of my favorite artists. She's another singer-songwriter. Um, I love "Conversation." "Conversation" tells a story. This is a story, Joni Mitchell. It's implied that she's in love with this guy. And he only comes to, like, talk and, like, comfort with her because he has this girlfriend or wife. And, like, in the song, she talks about how, like, it's a super one-sided relationship. Like, she removes him, like, a ring to wash her hands. Like, only brings him out to show her friends. Like, it's this very, like, one-sided relationship. And she sings about, like, wanting to free him, like, wanting to have him, like, for herself. One of my favorite lines in the song are, um, is, not are, is, she speaks in sorry sentences, miraculous repentances, I don't believe her, tomorrow he'll come to me and he'll speak his sorrow endlessly and he'll ask me, why, why can't I leave her? I really love storytelling songs, like, I love Cardigan, Betty, August, mm-hmm. and Folklore, just off the top, that's another example off the top of my head, and I just think that Joni Mitchell is incredibly talented, I love her voice. And that's why I love conversation. No, I love storytelling songs. I love listening to them because it's like a movie in a song or like a book in a song. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a sucker for Cardigan and Betty and August too. Especially August, girl. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to see if I have an any August storytelling songs. In a human second. <laughs> me too me too Hmm. I'm trying to see if I have any storytelling songs to go off of that note I can't see the outline anymore because my computer like officially died (laughs) so I'm like okay I'll just kind (laughs) of just kind of going with the flow here we're going with the flow Um, well last week my phone was going to die this week my computer died Oh, God. <laughs> While I'm okay. looking. So, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. My, one of my favorite songs is Adore You by Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. This was my number one song of 2020. I love this song. It literally is such a confidence booster. 
it makes me so happy the lyrics the melody everything i love listening to this song once again defining love for me this kind of song if a guy doesn't adore you is he really worth it would he walk through fire for you right Hmm? would he would he would he (laughs) um i love harry styles you know that one time you described to me you feel the way i feel about john mayer about harry styles yeah and I told, and like I, I remember, I was like, <laughs> I would go back in time to listen to like, um, what song is it? I think it was "Gravity" by John Mayer. And you're like, that's how I feel about "Adore You." Yeah, it's true. "Adore You" is a good I, song. It is like, yes, it may be basic. Yes, it may be played on the radio a lot, but I love this song, especially like. Um, and he's just like, like it's the only thing I'll ever do. I just love that part. Like, I don't really know how yes. Grammy nominations work, but I think that Adore you should have gotten the nomination over Watermelon Sugar. Over Watermelon Sugar, I agree. I agree. I think it's a better song. I think he sounds. I know that it was like pop Adore vocal performance. Yeah, I think that the vocals are like better in Adore You. But what do we know about music? <laughs> Literally, what do we know? <laughs> What Nothing. do we know? But here's my thing. All right. How do I get to be a part of the Grammy selection committee? Like, how do I get to pick? Because I don't know anything about music, and I would really love to just be a- in that room right. with all the old white just men hear the, picking. Hear the justification. And I want to. They pick- don't give justification when they no. when they give out and these I awards. Really, like, I want to listen to it. I want to pick like, the really controversial picks. Like, I want to pick Yummy over Cardigan and Wonder Rolling Sugar. <laughs> Stop. How did Yummy even get nominated in that category? Like, what were the vocals in that song? Like, I could sing that song. I could sing that song. Girl, Girl you, you got, got that, that yummy, yummy. yummy. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. That's all you needed. Like, Cardigan. I'm sorry. Those low notes in Cardigan that she hit. Like, everyone was like, but it's pop vocal performance. Like, yeah. And Taylor Swift's vocals are amazing in it. Yeah. Not saying that Harry Styles didn't deserve it because he is an amazing singer with an amazing voice. And I think that Watermelon Sugar was a great song vocally. But I also think Cardigan was a great song vocally. I think that they are both incredible artists. Yeah, I was I'm not mad fine. that Harry won. A lot of people are mad he won. Like, I don't really care. No, I was totally fine with, like, Harry winning pop vocal and then Taylor winning album of the year. Like, I was just fine with that. Because I think that – I also don't think that, like, Cardigan is, like, really poppy. Exactly. Like when you yeah. compare it to like I, Don't Start Now, Watermelon Sugar, like it doesn't really fall in the same category. Yeah, I think it just got nominated based on the vocals. I am so happy that she got nominated for Album of the Year, though, and because folklore's, folklore is a masterpiece, if we're it being is. real. Fine Line is a very good album. I love that album, but it is like, what, his second studio album and like Folklore is Taylor's eighth. Yeah. Like, she is clearly, like, more mature of an artist, and she's had a much longer, like, like Harry Styles successful has career. two flawless albums. Taylor Swift has nine. Yeah, like, Harry's just getting started, pretty much. This is his start into the game. And it's great that he literally already won a Grammy. Yeah. I agree but with you. But I'm very happy. Is it my All turn? Right. 
It is your turn. Okay, I'll go with another tried and true wall. Hmm. Okay. I'm going with... Maybe we should start the country hour of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? I just want to say this first. Anybody who has, like, a deep hatred of country music, I assure you they have just never listened to good country. Like, I'm not about to say, like, invalidate people's likes and dislikes here before anyone accuses me of that. But I feel like a majority of people who hate on country music do it because it's, like, a trend to hate country music, not because they actually have ever listened to, like, good country artists. Okay, I agree with you. So, yeah. starting off the country hour of the podcast, I'm kicking it off with Jolene by Dolly Parton. Oh my god, amazing song. Tried and true. A great song. I also think that Jolene kind of tells a story. Oh, it definitely does. If you haven't listened to Jolene, you're clearly living under a rock. I don't really know if I want you to listen to our podcast anymore. That was a joke. Please listen. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I love Jolene. It's about, for those of you who don't know what it's about, Dolly Parton is singing to this woman, Jolene, who her, like, husband or boyfriend or whatever is, like, in love with. And, like, in the song, she talks about, like, he talks about you in his sleep. It's like, I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name Jolene. Um, jo- the chorus is like Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Please don't take him just because you can. You could have your choice, man, but I can never love again. He's the only one for me, Jolene. And I also love that Dolly's not attacking Jolene. Yeah. Because she even talks about how pretty she is. Yeah, she never hates on her. Never hates on Jolene. She's just asking for her not to take, to her, not man. take her man. I don't think that's that much to ask. Yeah, I don't think so. She could have any guy she wants. It seems to me like Jolene is just doing her thing. And Dolly's, like, boo thing is super into her. Um, But, yeah. And I just love your beauty is beyond compare. Flaming locks of auburn hair, ivory skin, skin, eyes emerald green. Your smile's like a breath of spring. Your voice is soft like summer rain. And I cannot compete with you, Jolene. Like, damn, I can't compete with her either. (laughs) So, yeah. Kicking it off strong with Jolene. Alright, well, I mean, the country song that I have on my list isn't as timeless as Jolene. But I love Luke Combs. Um, Hurricane by Luke Combs, I would consider to be my favorite country song. Um... I just love, like, just the melody of this song. I used to listen to it a lot, especially sophomore year. Basically, if you've never listened to Hurricane before, he's basically just talking about, like, his ex-girlfriend hitting him like a hurricane. Like, he sees her in public, and it's just so unexpected. He just kind of, like, feels really overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um... And he says, then you rolled in with your hair in the wind, way be without warning. I was doing all right, but just your sight had my heart storming. The moon went hiding, stars quit shining, rain was dropping, thunder and lightning. You wrecked my whole world when you came and hit me like a hurricane. You hit me like a hurricane. Um, the lyrics are really familiar. I've probably heard it, but like I haven't heard it like a Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I love this song because it's just like so it's basically like telling a story. I love the lyrics. It's so detailed. It's one of those country songs that's just like not very like surface level. Like some country songs are just like about like summer love and, and like, driving my truck. And, yeah, but like this song is really like detailed and like describes the feeling of like seeing someone like who broke your heart and how like love can like build up a storm and i just love this song is it my turn it's your turn shoddy all right all right shoddy bay <laughs> do you have another country song or is that your only one that's the only country song i have on here okay, i have another country song on mine i have just one like i had jolene and then this song which is better man by a little big town so better man Fun fact, written by Taylor Swift. It's about, like, this woman singing to, like, her ex-husband or her ex-boyfriend. Saying, like, I know I'm, like, better off now that we've broken up. But I still kind of have, like, this trauma, like, these lingering feelings. Like, I can't help but think about, like, what would have happened. Like, how we would be, like, what, how we, if we would still, like, be together. Like, how our lives would have turned out if you were a better man. And in the chorus, mm-hmm. she goes, I just miss you. I wish you were a better man. I know we ha- why we had to say goodbye, like, the back of my hand. And I just miss you. I just wish you were a better man. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a really beautiful song. I think it's very emotionally vulnerable. And it's also written by Taylor Swift, who is one of my favorite artists. So it's automatically good. It's just, like, imagery, too. Like, <laughs> I know I'm probably better off on my own than loving a man who didn't know what he had when he had it. And I see the permanent damage you did to me. Never again. I just wish I forget when it was magic. I wish it wasn't 4 a.m. Standing in the mirror saying to myself, you know you had to do it. I know. It was the, the bravest thing I ever did was run. And then, like, in the second verse, like, it's always on your ter- terms. I'm hanging on every careless word, hoping it might turn sweet again like it was in the beginning. But your jealousy, I can hear it now. You're talking down to me like I'll always be around. You push my love away like it's some kind of loaded gun. Boy, you never thought I'd run. I love the imagery in that song. I just love, like, the metaphors and... Yeah. Alright, so that's the end of our country... Not the end of our whole podcast, just the country hour. So, uh, next on my list is a song that I've liked since I was a child. It is not something that I was a recent discovery. Like, it's been my favorite song since I was, like, young. And it's With or Without You by U2. This song is just, like, I can't even explain why it's my favorite song. It's just, like, really meaningful to me because I used to listen to it a lot as a kid. And U2 is, like, one of my dad's favorite bands. And, like, I'm pretty sure that's where I got it from. Um, But I know that both my parents like U2 a lot. And that's, like, what they listen to as teenagers. And just, like, the song, when I hear it, it just, like, reminds me of when I was a kid. And it's just so meaningful to me. I love you too. I'm an Irish girl. Obviously, I I love well, you too. Well, you're the Galway girl. <laughs> that is true. I am the Galway girl. Are you Are you really Irish? If you're Irish, name all of Bono's children. <laughs> oh, you're Irish. Name every <laughs> Irish person ever. Um, oh, you're Irish. What's Bono's real name? <laughs> <laughs> People listening are probably gonna be like, huh? Oh, you're Irish. <laughs> Who's Ed Sheeran? <laughs> 
Ed Sheeran isn't even Irish. <laughs> He's British. <laughs> okay. That's what made it funnier, Miss Lady. <laughs> All right. Would you, would you like to take the crown this time and and move, move on move with on? your next one? Yeah. All right. This one, another <laughs> underground pick. Well, actually, it's really not the underground. Teenage Dream by T-Rex. Mark Bolan and T-Rex. This song was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World soundtrack. Anyway, the song's very cynical. It's about, like, how the world's, like, losing its innocence. When you really listen to it, when you first listen to it, it sounds like nonsense. But now that I know the meaning behind the song, I'm like, oh, okay, like, I get it. Mm -hmm. It's about, like, the world's, like, kind of going to crap. Um, Yeah. And it just keeps saying, like, over and over, like, whatever happened to the teenage dream, like, when you're young, you have this idealized version of the world, and it's really much different when you're older. And I kind of, and I really listened to this song a lot the summer before junior year, and it's one of those songs where, like, I won't listen to it for, like, months, and I'll listen to it, and I'm like, this is why it's my, one of my favorite songs ever. It's, like, a best friend. You can go, like, months without talking to them, but, like, you can still, like, pick up where you left off. And listening to it now with, like, losing a year and a half of high school... And, like, kind of losing, like, everything that I felt like I worked towards in 12 years, it kind of hits more. And I also just love the sound of it. And I love the melody. Yeah. Um. Well. Riley going Emma, off of, like. Wait. <laughs> Riley and Emma go of... a podcast. <laughs> go one up. <laughs> Riley and Emma go one podcast episode without talking about COVID challenge. <laughs> we can't do that. There's nothing we can't do. That. Yeah, and how so COVID affected my life and my teenage years. We cannot. We are we going really strong. And then I have to be like, and now I really relate yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I don't this episode is gonna be so long. Well, okay, no, because if you're have... still if you're still listening, shout out to you, Shoddy. Okay, well you have two more songs. I have one more song, and then we can go rapid fire on our Yeah, rapid fire honorable mention round. Okay, so we'll do that. It won't be that much longer. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So next, um on my list, kind of similar to the whole like theme of youth. Um, Just Like Heaven, this is also another song I've liked since I was a kid. Another 80s song. You know, the 80s songs have to have a place on this list. So, I don't know if you ever heard Just Like Heaven by The Cure, but, um, it's basically talking about, like, he he's singing about a girl saying, like, all the different ways that she makes me, she makes him feel and saying, like, oh, you're just, like, a dream. Like, you're just, like, being with you is, like, just, like, heaven. Like, that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is just one of those defining love songs for me. Um, one of my favorite lyrics is, um, you, oh, wait. Yeah. You soft and lonely, you lost and lonely, you strangest angels dancing in the deepest oceans, twisting in the water. You're just like a dream. You're just like a dream. Um, and then I f- and found myself alone, alone, 
alone above a raging sea that stole the only girl I love and drowned her deep inside of me. That's like really pretty. Um, I love this song. It is so pretty. The lyrics are just like so metaphorical. I love this song. It's just like these kinds of songs, like the defining love songs just stick with me throughout my life. Um, this is my last song. It's Mirabal by Taylor Swift. My favorite off of the 2020 album of the year. Or is it 2021? 2021? I don't know. Anyway, the... Tw- 2021. 2021. Yeah. Album of the year. Folklore! This is my favorite song of it because I relate to it and here's why. In Mirabal, she's like, I'm going to show you every version of yourself tonight. She talks about how, like, her life's like a circus. Like, everything's, like, propped. Like, everything's, like, set to, like, put on a show for everyone else. Like, she's doing a lot of things for herself. I feel like when I'm, like, really depressed, I'm sure a lot of other people can relate to this, too. It's, like, you put on this show for other people, like, making it seem like you're happy. And, like, everything's normal, but it's not. And you're really, like, falling apart. And that's what I kind of get when in the, like, second verse, I believe, she goes, they call it the circus and the disco down, sent home the horses and the rodeo clowns. And I'm still on that trapeze. I'm still trying everything to keep you laughing at me. Like, I'm still trying to put on the show, even though everything else is falling apart. My favorite line in the song, and the line I relate to most, is, um, I'm still a believer, and I don't know why. I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try, try. And I really, because it's like, I believe that most people are good. Like, I want to believe that there's good in the world, that good things are, like, coming out of the things I do and the things, like, my friends do and, like, the things, like, other people do that I don't even know. Um, but when I see all this bad stuff, like, I don't really know why. Like, I still believe in, like, the good of people. And, like, mm-hmm. I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try, try. Like, I've never been, like, naturally, like, funny. Like, naturally, like, this or that. Like, I always try to, like, put on this show. Like, I don't know. Like, I as I've grown up, it's gotten better. But, like, when I was younger, like, it was, I was trying to, like, seem, like, I was funnier. Like, I was prettier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now as we've gotten older, it's gotten more authentic, but I still relate to that song a lot. Especially that line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the last song I have on my list is Make You Mine by Public, <gasps> which reminds me so much of just high school, junior year in general. It's one of those songs that makes me really nostalgic I to would like give being a teenager anything- pre-COVID. I would give anything to be driving around with you, listening to that song and eating Wendy's right now. Right. Like, That's the first anything. thing that... Listen, listen, guys. The first thing that me and Rai are going to do when we both are vaccinated is drive around at night, get Wendy's, and listen to music. Probably a lot of songs off of this list. And I'm like... Make You Mine, <laughs> one of them. Make You Mine is, like, the song. Or All I Want <laughs> Make by You Mine Olivia is the Rodrigo. song. And, and I'm Yours. I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. By Jason Mraz. Accurate. Such a good song. Make You Mine, another defining love song for me. I have so many defining love songs. That could be an entire <gasps> Ooh, episode you know what I love this song? Fashioned by the Royal Concept. Yes, I was literally contemplating putting that in my honorable bad chance. It's in mine. But... Wait, let me try to find. Because um, you're the only person I know who likes that song as much as I do. 
Yeah, I love that song. Well, the bridge of Make You Mine, when he says, it's hard to feel you slipping through my fingers are so numb, and how was I supposed to know that you were not the one? Yeah, that lyric scares me, because the song, it's not just like a love song, it's also like a breakup song in one. Yeah. But it's like a realistic love song, but like, I don't know, the song just makes me feel some type of way. Just the whole put your hand in mine. You know that I want to be with you all the time. Mm -hmm. I would do anything to listen to the song for the first time. But on that note, rapid fire time. Should we go back and forth? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think I have more than you do. How many do you have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Damn, okay. I have one, two, three, four, five. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll just go back and forth and at the end I'll just jump my like last five. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let me let me add. I think I have a couple I wanna add. Are you gonna say the song and the artist too? Yeah. All right, All I'll right. cut this part out. Hold on. Oh, lady. All right, I'm ready now. Okay. What time is it? I'm the thingy. Um, twenty-seven fifty-four. So we'll start at twenty-eight. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, rapid fire time. I'll start. Top of the world by the Carpenters. Cardigan, Taylor Swift. Fashion, the royal concept. Prom by SZA. Girl Crush, the Harry Styles cover. Galway Girl, <laughs> Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Your song, Elton John. Why try Ariana Grande? Somewhere only we know the Glee cast version. <laughs> I'm yours, Jason Mraz. Knowing me and knowing you, ABBA. Unconditionally, Katy Perry. I love that song. That Green Gentleman, Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Out of My League, Fits in the Tantrums. Oh, I love that song too. Age of Worry, John Mayer. Teenage Dream, Katy Perry. Good People, Jack Johnson. I don't have any more left. Oh, so I'll go. I'll close <laughs> this podcast on one of my favorite songs. It didn't make the list, but I still love it. I guess I just feel like John Mayer. Okay, then. Well, that is the end. So on that note. (laughs) On that note, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Your Older Sister. Um, You can follow us. Follow us. You can follow us on our (laughs) social media handles. Um, We have a Facebook page. It's called Your Older Sister. Um, Just hit, hit that like button. Um, follow us at- smash, smash that, that like-, like button <laughs> smash that like button and you know maybe soon enough we'll have a YouTube channel I think that we're thinking about that who's we <laughs> me we is me I'm thinking about that we're gonna have a YouTube channel soon tell your friends share our podcast to your story help us follow grow us our platform on Instagram <laughs> at your older sister podcast we have a Twitter too And like I say in every episode, I don't (laughs) use it because I don't like Twitter. 
but okay. the Twitter at is YOS Podcast. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode, and we'll see you next week on Your Older Sister.